This is part two of a two-part interview. Sometimes the second part of these interviews is better than the first part. Blah, 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 blah. You know, you're not even listening, are you? We've told you over and over again, the second part of these interviews is better than the first. But where does that get us? The first half of interviews always has more downloads. Hey, you do what you want. You always do. So enjoy or don't. Whatever. Hola, bienvenidos. This is Richard Wilson. With this podcast, there are no electives. Every program is a prerequisite. The semester is in session. It's season two of the Bait and Switch podcast. Welcome back to the Bait and Switch podcast. Today we're here with Alex Ng and Richard W. Markland Jr. Welcome, gentlemen. Of course, Chris, my co-host, as always, is here, too. Yep, and again, uh, if you have not listened to the first half of this interview, they are both professors at uh, Marquette University here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And maybe you should just go back and listen to the other one and hear all the other stuff. You don't have to be snotty about it. Well, right? I should be snotty about it. <laughs> well, testy. Well, testy. a little bit. Coming little, back from the little, break. I mean, these people frustrate me sometimes. We get, you know, we've These people, about- our guests... Or our well, these two, but we'll get to them in a minute. I mean, you know, our listeners, you know, we talk about how the first half of the episodes get yep. more downloads than the second half, and the second half is usually better. Oftentimes, yeah. It's a little frustrating sometimes. I, well. I share your frustration. Yeah. So, anyway, on that note. Yeah, well, we're going to talk to Rich, uh, Richard here. <clears throat> yeah. When I met Rich, uh, I met him through a friend, and somehow uh, Rich's uh, artwork came up. Rich, the thing that he showed me on his phone is pictures of luggage that he had hand-painted, and they were really elaborate and really kind of cool. Okay, when you say luggage that he had painted, do you mean he painted on the luggage or he painted a picture of luggage? Uh, we will find out right now. Okay. Richard, uh, what is the answer? He's going to bring up pictures here for Jim. <laughs> well, as you can all see here. Yeah. Well, it's actually... Oh, I deleted them from my... My phone. I Good apologize. going, Rich. Well, I is, come on. Be okay. ready. For, all right. Well, okay. well so, let's so move let me, on. No. All right. Okay. So, so let, okay, let, Alex. Okay. So <laughs> let, let, let me put this all in perspective. So in October, my wife and I, we went to Albuquerque. So what do I do? I bring a deep charcoal black piece of luggage. Which sure. most people have. Yeah. Right. Almost everybody has. Yeah, I all do. right. All right. Yeah. So when the luggage came out from the carousel... I couldn't find it. Right. And so, you know what I said to myself? Oh, I have a feeling. I, I have what, a, what, what's your feeling? You said... Uh, I need to alter my luggage in some way so that it stands out more. Absolutely. Yeah, I thought, oh, you, I thought, you read my mind. See, I thought you said, where is my luggage? I thought oh. that's no. what you said to myself. <laughs> well, that was the <laughs> first thought. That right. was the first thought. Right. And the second no, one. no. Actually, okay. I said, I told my wife, I said, you know what? I'm going to paint this luggage. So what I did is I actually painted it with the Southwest theme, and I wish I had... The images here now. Me too. But but, but the, anyway. Now you have you have a background in art. Yes, I, I have to go back actually about fifty years, oh, sixty years. We don't have that much time. Okay, all right. Okay, okay. Uh, my passion has always been the visual arts, and so now I'm at the after I've had a successful career in engineering and promoted and all of that stuff is now I'm going back to the visual arts, and I really started it five years ago. And here's the story. We have professors who retire. 
mm-hmm. because you have to rotate the crop, right? You don't right. want the same crops in there. They get stale. And Watch what you're saying, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> they, you know, and so what happens is... Why did you look fun? at Alex when you said rotate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and, and stale. And he's definitely like stared at stale. I, 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 I did say kinda, he kinda, smelled. You kind of mean mugged him, actually. Kind of stare down here. Yeah, right. Okay, and so five years ago, we had this wonderful professor who had been in academia for 50 years. Wow. Typically, at retirements, you know, for a faculty member, the department gives the faculty member like a little watch or maybe not even a watch, like a little clock. Sure. And I said, he deserves more than a little clock. Right. So here's what I said. Smart watch. Fitbit. No? Better than a Fitbit. No, a portrait. So I did this portrait and looking back, and since then I've done 38 more in the last five years. So so that was your first? That was my first. And these are all people that have retired? These are all people I know. Each one of them is a gift, and it's also a surprise. It's also- After 38 of them, it might not be a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, well oh, I should have mentioned it was 38 different people. Okay. Just, uh, just yeah. so Alex knows about his potential employment opportunities, yes. have you started his portrait already? Well, it is interesting. It's very interesting. This is very interesting. Here's what I do. But it has to be a surprise. Yeah. It's got to be a surprise. See, but not here's, after tonight. Here's, here's what I do. And don't tell anybody this, okay? Right. Keep, quiet. <laughs> Keep quiet, Alex. I have a list, a queue, and in my basement I have actually 10 portraits already done, but these people haven't retired yet. Yeah. So you they're were... sitting in my basement mm-hmm. going stale. Just waiting. Going stale. Like the people. Like the people themselves. That's right. That's a Just like the... Just like the... You're going stale. Your basement wall is like one of those... In a movie where they it's got like the, creepy the, the creepy yeah. guy, yeah. Right. and you got portraits of all these portraits people. Of people yeah. we work and with. if the police ever walk <laughs> in, they're gonna right. wonder what's they, they, going they, on. They, they really are because I've got right now in my basement uh, eight heads, eight heads. <laughs> and how <laughs> many of these people have died? Rendering. Well, actually, uh, well, one that one. Oh, mm. creepy! One, yeah. Are you doing a self-portrait, and are you going to no, surprise no, yourself a- with actually, that? No, actually, no. That, no, that is, you know, the people have asked me that. No, it's, 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 you know what I like to do is to do a portrait, a cubist portrait, but make it look naturalistic in which one can see several views of the head, including the back simultaneously. Isn't that what cubism is? That, that, that's what cubism is. Yeah. Oh, so I thought, oh, so, so, so not a, not yeah, a static view that's broken up into a cubist no, manner, no, no, but rather no, no, eight no. different views of the... It, it, yeah, the like, like, like you, oh, you, know, like you, you and I, I, I would have a frontal, a three-quarter, sure, and I, then I would have a behind, and then maybe like so Chris, how's above, it going? the <laughs> Oh, isn't that what cubist is? It is, yeah. Yeah, but I'm not going to break the head up, though. Alex, now you are in exercise physiology. That's correct. One thing I hear, now this is maybe more of an engineering type question, but I hear when people say... They get an idea. They say a light goes off in their head or a light goes on in their head. Which is it? Yeah, right. Ooh, I yeah. think the light would have to go on. But is that you going from darkness into light? Have you not heard people say, oh, the light went off? Yeah. Why do they say that? Like, Maybe it has to do with it's something it going off. It's like a flash cube going off. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's a flash of light like a, mm-hmm. and then and then it stops. So like, I think it's mm-hmm. referring to the flash bulb. Well, anyway, I wanted to get a little bit into <laughs> diet, exercise, and that 
Wait, type of but topics. You, you're just abandoning the fl- the light went off. Light went on. Uh, the light went off in my head that the cubism thing was going nowhere. And it's time to move <laughs> well, I, I, I thought that it was pretty cool. Well, that's a problem. It went on. It went off. Talk some about cubism. But yeah, but I. So uh, yeah, we know different people. I've got a friend of mine that's a uh, food scientist. And he quit to take a position in macadamia, and he works for planters now. And uh, so my question is this: Wait a minute, macadamia nuts? Oh, <laughs> they're 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 high, they're very high in fats, right? Okay, but it's a good fat. When it comes to cholesterol, they talk about good cholesterol and bad cholesterol. Is it good cholesterol and misunderstood cholesterol? That's what I like to think. Right. Is good cholesterol a misunderstood is, cholesterol? It should, yes. It's not bad. Is, is, is yeah. It, yeah, right. Is no, it it's good. Is cholesterol kind of a, a, a bad self-image? No. Where does bad cholesterol go astray? Does it hang out with the, the wrong lipoproteins? <laughs> what? What? How does a cholesterol that is seemingly well, they're, they're not well very, raised... They're not very right. smart. They're not very well, dense. Well, well they're, they're, dense. they're very... Yeah. Okay. And they're easily influenced by other molecules. Yeah, yeah. Ma- makes sense to me. Followers. Yeah. You're the right person to ask about this. Now, again, I'm tying this into diet and whatnot. Boots. Tart therapies. You've heard tart cherries, right? Yeah. I no, think what is it? They're high in antioxidants yeah. or something. Uh, you know, the, the, newest, the newest superfood, there's always something new in right. cherries. They talk about tart. <sighs> thing mm-hmm. is, is what I'm doing, and maybe this is an adjunct to that, but I'm eating a lot of sweet tarts. I don't know. No. <laughs> Now, I, uh, now, superfood. That is a superfood. Let me say this. There you go. I, I gotta be careful because I'm eating them like candy. But I think they're helping. <laughs> uh, what do you have to say about, you know, tart therapies? What, what makes something tart? Oh, that goes back to the senses. The senses. That's a multi-sensorial question. Yeah. Because it's probably taking off his jacket for do... this one. Yeah, this is serious. Yeah, that's right. I'm serious. rolling up the sleeves. <laughs> it's probably the smell of the cherry. Uh-huh. And it's the taste. It's uh-huh. a stimulation of particular taste buds. Mm-hmm. That allows you to interpret it as tart. What's with this thing? I see this ad on Panera. Where they talk about clean food. Have you seen that? As well, opposed what, to a dirty food? That's yeah, like, no, th- well, our food has no listeria, E. coli. Have right? you, we wash it. It's clean. Have you seen that in ads where they refer to food as, you know, come here because we have clean I've food? I've never heard of that. Shouldn't you be able to go into a restaurant with the assumption that they're clean. going to, to feed you clean food? One would think That's so. That's what you know? I assume. Yeah. The thing about like Panera and places like that, mm-hmm. they give you those little table tent things with numbers on it. Yeah. Right? right. They kind of look like uh, when there's like a crime scene and they got the shell casings. They do. Yes. yes. Yeah. That's a good point. Yes. Yeah. And so what I like to do is when I'm at a crime scene, I sneak past the police tape and I grab one of those numbers and I say, now serving number 23. <laughs> <laughs> and and the, the police, they don't take kindly to that. No, they don't. Especially when I slide in behind and drop a little plate of food next to yeah, it, it's... you know, and just set it down there for them. You know, That's I, for sure. Yeah. You know, there's been some type of murder you need levity at that point you need yeah. if, if not then when yeah when when you are know? you gonna do it yeah the police tape does that have more than one use is it just good for cordoning off areas or is it good for like painters tape can you is there multiple uses for police tape well here's an idea for the police tape <laughs> yeah sure criminals can use that when they have a, a hostage and they want to tape them up yeah they could sure. tape them up with police police, police tape. crime scene do I not see. enter. Or, or they can wrap themselves up in, in crime tape and do not touch crime scene, right? And they can just walk right out. <laughs> yeah. That's right. It's perfect. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Crime scene. Don't Sorry, touch. Coming through. <laughs> that police tape. When you see it in your neighborhood or in your backyard, that's never a good sign, is it? Uh, it's usually not a good sign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was, a, there was hmm. a time when uh, out in front of my business here, there was police tape. 
and I walked out of my business to see what was going on, and I was immediately invading in, in the crime scene. I was immediately in what? the crime scene. No, and the guy looked at me like, "Get back!" I'm like, "Hold on, I just walked out the door. I just got this tray of food. I was just... Is it clean? Yeah. <laughs> what is the most serious crime that's happened in a close proximity to you? Uh, just across the street from me here, about 10, 12 years ago, some guy walked into what was a tropical fish store. The owner knew right away that these people were up to no good. The owner of the fish store underneath the counter had his hand on the gun because he knew something was up. Well, this guy walked up to the owner of the fish store and the guy took out his gun. The criminal pointed right Mm -hmm. at the guy's head. And in an instant, the store owner took out his gun and shot him right in the chest. Really? Point blank. Gosh. Point blank. And the kid who was 15, 16, 18, whatever he was, staggered out the store, went up the block, and he lived. But that was a day where all of a sudden there was like, 50 police cars out in front of my business in a matter of 30 seconds. Wow. So so what is the biggest crime that's happened in your proximity, Alex? Well, interestingly enough, I was with my son at the radio shack right across the street from there. Yeah. And while we were there, there was a robbery taking place. Wow. I mean, you were were in there? Yeah, we were in there. It wasn't armed or anything, but, you know, um, we're trying to buy something. Next thing we know... There's a couple security guys wrestling this guy on the ground. Was it like a shoplifting thing or something? Uh, probably. Yeah. Yep. So what about you, uh, Richard? Uh, have you been involved in a crime or a crime scene? or? Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is an odd <laughs> segment. topic. I can't remember. I mean, there have been some traumatic experiences. I was, uh, because I, six, seven months of the year, I bicycle back and forth to Marquette. And two and a half years ago, I was hit by a car. Oh, jeez. I was T-boned by a car. Wow. Oh, it was bad. Oh, I almost died. That helmet saved my life. That two inches of foam. Yeah. I did not make the best decision. I was riding home late at nine o'clock at night Mm -hmm. in September. With the light? I had lots of lights. I I had six, seven lights on my bike, plus my helmet. And, you know, when you ride your bicycle, you always try to get acknowledgement, mm-hmm. you know, from the drivers. Oh, yeah. But this particular person had a dark window. And the guy was had sat in this car for like 40 seconds at a an intersection. Revving. <laughs> and, and, and there was no traffic. Mm-hmm. Well, what happened is I said, when I got closer, I said, well, I think I'm going to, to ride in front of him. And I did. Let me just stop you there. Do you narrate your life? You said you you said this out loud. <laughs> I said, "Well, I'm going to go in front of him." I was okay, making a Richard? joke about how you said. Oh, that is funny. Yeah. That is, you know, you actually you're quite humorous. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever think of doing something? That makes, you, know? you know, maybe you could have a pod show. Or yeah, something. yeah. So anyway, right. And so I went through, and then when something happens, very traumatic, time slows down. Right. I went, like this story. I mean, time is yeah. really... <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it's been about a year. This story... Yeah, anyway. And, so, and, so, and the one about the Cubist thing. <laughs> that, I mean... I'm 12 years off of my life. Yeah, it... Uh, so I, I, I passed the I, car halfway, and then as I passed half of the grill of the car, and I thought, Uh-oh. I'm going to get hit. Yeah. And boom, he hit me in the rear, and I flew off 12 feet into the street. Mm. Fortunately, the car, he was kind. The driver did not run me over. He drove around me and left. Thank God I was wearing a helmet. 
We've had a couple of tumbles in our biking group, but nothing too. So we've had a couple of broken collarbones, and I have a full blown. What are those um, packing materials where you can pop them? Packing peanuts. Yeah, or, packing yeah. peanuts. I have a full blown yeah. Tosa spokesman suit made for me, full of packing peanuts, full of packing to protect me from running into those giant posts on the bike paths. There was one guy. That was you. That was, was me. That was, was you. Very, it was the almost the exact same situation. Where I just slammed into one of those. You're ch- steel you went posts. chest first into a steel chest post. Chest first. It's uh, my the jersey's still stained. Did you break any bones in that? No. Apparently, I wherever I hit was just in between ribs and spleens, and I just I, I just lucked out. <laughs> Do, oh, hold on, this is something I want to explore with you. You have multiple spleens. <laughs> oh, sometimes I carry a spare. Uh, you um, carry a spare yeah, spleen just in case. Sure, sure. It doesn't do a whole lot, does yeah. it? No. Oh, yeah. You can live without your spleen. Yeah. And your appendix and your gallbladder. Yeah. And all those Tons things. Wisdom One teeth. kidney. Wisdom teeth. Yeah. Look at all the things you can live without. Yeah, right. Yeah. You I know. like to pare down my life. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need to get rid of some body parts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> live simple. <laughs> Pardon me. I, um, I'm getting over a cold. I, um, what happens in the winter? I'll get a cold. And then uh, it irritates my throat. And then the dry winter air... And then post nasal drip, and I'll get this cough that'll last forever. And I've been coughing now for about five, six weeks, and it's driving me nuts. Yeah, I don't know. Do you guys have similar problems like that, or no? No, yeah. no. Dry skin. Yeah, you sometimes get. Uh, skin. Some oh no, I, of, I get dry skin. But lips. you know what the best thing to do for dry skin is? You can buy on Amazon <laughs> shea butter. It's it's a nut from Africa, and what you want to do is you you want to get the raw crude. Unrefined, unadulterated, unadulterated, organic, no, is no processing. And and what you do is you get these tubs and you rub it in your hands. And then what I do is I put my non-latex gloves over it, mm-hmm. and so oh. so it doesn't evaporate. Let's back up. Everywhere. You're married, right? What? You're married, right? Yeah. <laughs> just. <laughs> I, I just picture you know, this yeah, wife having right. to deal with this guy with with dish gloves on and shea butter all over his body. Yeah, that's right. Foreplay. Well, I don't know. Go on. Well, no, it's right. no, no. They're remember, but they're non latex gloves. They're no, vinyl. Yeah. So you don't have that fetish. All right. Go yeah, on. yeah. Because you know she may have a latex. Yeah, you know, know, that, that you don't know about. You never know. <laughs> after, after how many years? Of, right. You never know. You learn something. You and and though what happens is so, yeah. but they're not. But they're not reusable. They're disposable, which I feel a little guilty about. So in the morning, I take my gloves off, but my hands are so nice and supple and soft. I have not had any cracks this winter. Mm-hmm. So. I tell you, the, that when that happens, and thank God I don't have that this winter, but you take that thumb with that crack in it, and you accidentally bump it against the oh, door. Oh, does that oh. hurt? Oh, my God, oh, it's, it, it, it hurts. It'd be like, it'd be like uh, waterboarding. I like mean, exactly. it is. And what, what happens then is you realize... How often that part of your body is actually bumping against bumping into things, which you never realize. Like, like let's say your ring finger, you get a paper cut or something, and you can't believe the amount of times you hit that ring finger every day, and you right. never notice it without that stupid right. thing. Is, so you should is. be grateful. Now you know how often your thumb it's gets banged shea, around. Shea butter and vinyl vinyl gloves. <laughs> My daughter has a very bad problem with dry skin. She uses uh, reusable cotton gloves. And she says it's better, but I don't know. My but she wants, she's going to be on this planet longer. You don't care. You're yeah, just, that's, you're that's right. The, that's right. You know, I mean, you're thinking brain power of the <laughs> Generation right. Z is going to solve what I'm doing to it. Yeah. So, yeah, so when you snap those gloves off at night, do you say, oh, figure this one out? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Let's solve this problem, millennials. There you go. 
Take about, another latex glove. No, you, know, you talk about vinyl, uh, no, no vinyl, vinyl gloves. gloves. Desalinating uh, seawater. Another big thing is is who's going to come up with the the first practical thing to break down plastic, right? Because well, it's not yeah. going away, right? I don't and, think. and also maybe you can get some energy out of it. I know this may sound a little nerdy, but I keep coming back to the first two laws of thermodynamics. Don't and we I, all? Yeah, I, I know. I mean, it's like energy, it cannot be created nor destroyed. You're not generating energy. You're just taking energy from one form and putting it to another. So there's energy in that plastic. Everything, there's energy everywhere. Yep. You're looking at Alex when you're saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Scale old Alex. Yeah. That's what I remember. I look just at Alex. remember that. I see. He's dynamic. Look at him. He's, <laughs> well, yeah, he's full of energy. Yeah, he's right. full it's of something. ready to combust. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we talk about, uh, we're talking, you're, you're big into, now what do you do exactly with this exercise physiology? <laughs> what the hell do you do? That's a good question. It's like, <laughs> you're big into about something. bankers, so people in finance. What do you actually do? Do all day. So, well, I'm thinking about me. What so, are you you're you're conducting experiments? I or? have I have a research lab and I teach. Okay. So, and you teach what course do you teach? Oh, I teach a what, what we call a systems physiology course, um, and for which is a graduate student course, mm -hmm. and then I also teach a, a new course, new for me, called advanced exercise physiology. And these As are students that are going to go into. These students that could be either pre-med, pre-physical therapy, pre-chiropractor, mm -hmm. pre-nursing, public health. Uh, maybe someone wants to work in adult fitness and wellness. Mm -hmm. um, maybe they want to be pre-OT. So pre-clinical professions, mm -hmm. public health, uh, fitness, wellness. We're going to, uh, we're getting closer to wrapping up the second half here. This is oh. the part of the show where I want to do plugs. I'm going to go to Rich. He's looking up in the All sky. Right. Okay. Rich, what do you All like right. to plug? All right. Steam. Steam. Science, technology, Steampunk. engineering, art, huh? and math. There you go. That's what I want to plug. Not now, STEM, but STEAM. Not STEM, right. STEAM. Right. STEAM. Because, 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 gotcha. because we're putting the visual arts in there. I think I got some for Alex. He's still no, looking in the sky. No, but no, no, no. How about, I, how about steampunk? This, 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 he's been promoting that. He's been promoting yeah. steampunk all yeah. that long. Yeah, now, really, so, yeah. really. I mean, um, the easy and, and very accurate answer would be to plug Mar Marquette because as a liberal arts college, we really do emphasize both the science and the humanities, and not to steal any of Rich's um, thunder, so to speak, but I, I firmly believe that. And, and I think that to a certain extent, you've, the two of us together are very much in line. If we want to like use STEM as our reference, what better way to promote it or to make people better at it than also expose them to music, art, theater, Dance. And of course, music is very mathematical. Absolutely. Right? Of course. You look at it's, all the great physics. You look at engineers, look at the physicists, look at a lot of the doctors. They're all not just dabbling in music. They're very, very good amateur musicians. At the risk of extending my editing, I'll ask one last question. There might be a little bit of a college pushback where people might say, hey, maybe college isn't for everybody. What do you have to say to that? Is that a thing or not a thing? So let me first say yes. I think that college is probably not for everybody. Um, but my pushback is for the people who look at college as a vocational school. Mm -hmm. And I am absolutely against that. Um, I believe 
philosophically and for some of the reasons that we briefly touched on, we need to be well-rounded in order to function mm-hmm. um, in the society and in order to create beneficial change. Be a critical thinker as opposed yeah, to... to be yeah. a critical thinker and to contribute. My, my response is college is definitely not for everyone. And that people, whether they go into college or they go into the trades, every one of those paths is honorable and noble. What I think is really unfortunate is that the blue-collar trades in which people do physical work and they do carpentry and plumbing and masonry and electrical work, unfortunately in our society is that we malign them, but we depend upon them, and and that really bothers me. Well, you know, Jesus was a HVAC guy, wasn't he? There's, no, no, he was a carpenter. Sorry, I was an HVAC. They didn't have electrician. He was an electrician. He was an electrician. I thought HVAC. No, no, I know. I think he was an electric utility worker. Yeah, but he was in the trades. He was in the trades. He was in the trades, and you know, and it's and it's in the culinary arts too. And so it took the bread, made it for like a hundred people. So everybody, everybody plays a role. In this kaleidoscope that we call life. Wow. This, hold on. Let me just say this. You have really wrapped up this, this <laughs> podcast. Talk about the kaleidoscope of life. I mean, we can't go any further after that. No, it's hard. It's hard to top that one. Thanks, well, hey, Rich. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Rich. Yeah. Now we're done. <laughs> well, hey, I, I want to thank our two professors here tonight. Yeah. Thanks, guys. This, uh, Alex. Thank you for Alex, thank you. Of course. It's great. Thank yeah. you for coming by. And Richard, thank you for coming by as well. Well, one thing we always do. To wrap things up, as we count down, we go three, two, one, and then Jim puts in the music. The ending so music. So all, we have music. We're going to all say yeah. three, two, one together. Here we go. And three, three two, one. Music. There we go. Well, again, guys, thanks a lot for coming by. As always, a lot of fun. Alex, we'll see you out in the roads. Yes. Rich, we'll see you around somewhere, I'm sure. Yeah. All right. Thank, Thank you. Good night, everybody. It was fun. <laughs> I so, had never done this before. Wow. Join us next time on the Bait and Switch podcast with our guest, Jimmy Finley, who's always all in in his relationships. Pete's got a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. uh, are you currently involved or are you still uh, playing the field? Yeah, just playing the field right now. Tiki's my woman right now. So it, I just always kind of feel like if, you know, if the right gal comes along, I, I will put in a good, honest effort and I'll see what happens. And Until then, you're not going to be honest. No, saying, no, right? on, right. no honesty, right. no right. effort. Right. Until, yeah. <laughs> You've made it to the end of yet another Bait and Switch podcast. Spread the word.